Yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, what <laughs> up? <laughs> Welcome to the Go Home Show. The Go Home Show after the eventful week known as Mania Week. And guess what? We're not even canceled yet, so we made it to episode two. <laughs> it's a good thing. No ECW flow over here. Now, before we get into... You mean that TNA shit? <laughs> TNA's still alive, man. TNA is the promotion. They're still floating somehow. That could. But how was everybody's mania week? General thoughts? Fuse? Liked it? Loved it? I'm still trying to recover from it. Yes. Chris was everywhere. I was everywhere. I was... <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing, definitely. Um, kudos to everybody who did uh, follow the the quite adventurous week for Mania. Um, everyone who looked at our page. Again, it's the Go Home Show on Instagram. We also are streaming on Spotify, Spotify, the SoundCloud. It's not only just for rappers, and we got some stuff going up on YouTube. <laughs> and follow us also on Twitter at Go Home Show underscore podcast. Getting all these plugs in. You're looking professional out here. <laughs> for real. All we need is the sponsors now. <laughs> we'll be on iTunes next shortly. Yes, iTunes, that Apple. The plug song. is going to be everywhere. <laughs> the Go Home Show is coming for you. Just be patient with us. We'll be there. We'll be there. But, yeah, I loved it. Mania weekend, I don't know how you guys felt, but I felt like it was really a great weekend from top to bottom, WWE, indie, and just, like, fan vibe-wise. Like, I really felt it this year. I don't know if it's because I'm in New York and I was able to, like, be around it a little bit, but I really liked this weekend. This weekend was really good. I feel like you really got to train, like, months in advance for Mania week. Like, I wasn't there, but I felt tired for Chris. Like, <laughs> after, like, Mania was over, I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm calling the week. Like, I'm not doing nothing for the rest of the week. I don't even want to call into work. How you felt about that, Chris? I'm sorry, what? How did you feel about Mania Week? Like, um, how was your body feeling after that? Um, you know, I've been very grateful to say that at the age of 32, you know, I still have some good health. <laughs> um, and I've been training for this for quite a long time. So this week definitely showed how much of a vet I am really honestly am. A vet? I'm a vet OG. at this. Um, I knew a couple people who was their first ones, and they were like, how the fuck do you guys do this shit every fucking year? Yeah. And they kind of come in when Mania's kind of get a little bit longer. Exactly. Like but it's mostly, it's just besides the fact of Mania itself, it's just the whole week. It's an awesome, great experience. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to see. Um, it is a lot to, to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, after you do it a, a couple of times, you know where to prioritize your whole week. Um, especially people who do the packages, you know, um, the packages, the packages, honestly, that's big key unless it's in your hometown and, you know, you can kind of just plan on how you want to do things, especially if you've done it um, before. But I always say just, you got to take that one day which is always that Monday after Mania, you need to decompress before Raw. <laughs> you definitely need to decompress before Raw. Um, but you also also want to kind of get that that extra day or two in just to kind of like really take in the city sites. Yeah, I feel um, like that before Raw probably is like a good day to really just like yeah. get away from wrestling a little bit and just um, like check out. Especially if you decide to kind of do maybe like a five-day, maybe you want to like come in even the Thursday, maybe leave that Wednesday. It's honestly legit. It's a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really how you decide to do things. Maybe you kind of just want to, like, maybe sell off whatever it is that you have and just, like, try to enjoy whatever town you're in. But, you know, they they get you with these heavy hitters. <laughs> you know, they, they really do. So it's a lot to, to take in. 
you know, we got um, next year, we got Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Trying to – some big surprises, hopefully. Hopefully we'll be there next year. Next um, year is the goal. I know I will. I know one thing I'm definitely, definitely, definitely doing. <laughs> I'm definitely holding about at least one or two beach days. So you definitely will be seeing me somewhere in clear water with cigar. And definitely I'm going to just probably bring in some uh, some hard, heavy liquor. <laughs> I'm going to be lounging at that beach. That's the only way to do it, man. That's the only way to do it. You got to live life. Yeah, I like that. I like when manias go to, like, cities that kind of have, like, a little leisure, a little, like, nightlife. Like we talked about last episode with, like, New Orleans New was, like, yeah. a good city. So I, I even think about that. Tampa with the beaches, like, chill out a little for like, I know the shows. Front Runner right now for 37. Um, um, L.A., right? It's L.A. LA. Um, nothing has been confirmed. Um, but. Most likely. I love I love me some SoCal hey, weather. Um, Coliseum or Fort no Rome? no 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 um since they're building the new uh the new stadium, stadium out there yeah um, oh, the new Ram Stadium yeah oh I thought they can't open it already no not yet so no 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 they're okay everyone is separate right now every some are doing um the Coliseum uh the no the Chargers are doing theirs where the the Galaxy played which okay. is gonna be just a little bit outside but they're basically gonna be sharing the same stadium that's apparently front runner rumors have it. <laughs> um, won't be surprised if after that, you know, maybe Vegas. Mm. Mm. I don't know if uh, some of these people are be ready for uh, for Vegas. Nah, Vegas is going to Mania. I'll be there. Uh, uh, Vegas uh, or Atlanta. Let's just, I want to uh, put that out I'll there. I'll be buying my uh, ticket before Chris if it goes ooh. to Vegas. You know, <laughs> there'll be. I'm pretty sure there will be a certain uh, gentleman's club in Atlanta if it tends to happen <laughs> that will be popping. Magic City, baby. Magic City. I, I feel like that's, that's the right way to go with Mania. Like, give us the city has to have oh, bring you something to you it. You don't want to talk about New Orleans last year. Oh man, I need to be forty. Uh, yeah. Uh, oof. I feel like maybe that should be the new New York, New Orleans every ten years. Probably. Maybe. I I saw some things that no man should see. Obviously. I, or no <laughs> child. For people, a lot of people saying for New Orleans last year, it was easier going because a lot of stuff was so close. And mm-hmm. you could just walk to everything Yeah Compared to the city And stuff like that Like so you have some events In Brooklyn Some in Queens Yeah some in some Queens Some were deep in Queens Parts <laughs> <laughs> of Queens, Queens We never even seen before <laughs> But no it was all good Great weekend um, We want to kick things off With Thursday um, Chris checked out Access And then me and Malcolm Was at Wale Mania Shout out to those guys It was a really fun event But I want to get into Access first Chris was like Your thoughts Vibes How did you like it Compared to other years what can I honestly say about access? <laughs> um, Travel-wise, this was unnecessary. It was literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, because it was by the pier, by the water. Yeah, it was in uh, Pier 12 in Red Hook. Um, and anyone who, especially from New York, you know how deep Red Hook is. You know, you it's legit taking, like, 19 trains and a bus it's to like get there. It's like going to Jersey, right? No, nah, it honestly <laughs> is. Um, it's, a, it's dope. It's very... Uh, it's, it's more like a neighborhood event, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people who are not from there, who've never probably been the first time in New York, you're probably like, <laughs> where are they sending me to? <laughs> All I remember was literally taking I, – I, I thought I was kind of running a little late, so I ended up taking an Uber from there. It wasn't really that expensive. But you know it's deep when your Uber literally takes you local and there's no way to get there. <laughs> there's really no way to t- get there by like a freeway or nothing like that. It's like, nah, homie, we go in there local. Oh, and this is the best route at this time. But it was literally out of, um, like it was literally out there. Um, I, bl- I know 
that's this was not actually a problem for everyone who was organizing it logistically wise. Um, this was probably one of the toughest manias that they had yeah. um, to organize because there was, you know, it would have made more sense if they had it at the Javits Center. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple of things going on. I know they had their uh, um, a tattoo convention that was there that weekend. They had something else. I know they even had a mommy convention somewhere up on uh, at the Hyatt. So a lot of stuff that could have been in the city was definitely tough. Um, I know people who end up getting packages. Some people were staying in Manhattan. Some people were actually staying in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you telling me Vince couldn't outbid all those spots? But they booked in advance, especially for the Jacob Javits. Yeah, you can't like, like you can't bully away. You can't WCW this <laughs> one. You ain't doing that to mommy. But. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Sin Cara over there. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but it was it was definitely tough. Like I know um, that first session was from six to ten, so it would have been cool if that ferry was working. Mm. Oh, I forgot the ferry runs. Over yeah, there. Um, but unless you're going to like uh, Bay Ridge, that ride wasn't filling for you. If you're trying to get into the city. Like the last one was around like nine o'clock, mm. so you were pretty much messed up. Cause I think because I shopped outside of Barclays before NXT Takeover. That, the night of? Yeah. So, and I saw they had, like, shuttle buses saying... So they wasn't, like, bringing any people back. It was just, like, a one-way? Yeah. Ooh. Damn, no, 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 no. It was actually... Um, round trip? It was actually round trip. Oh, I was, okay, okay, okay. I saw some people take buses, but I wasn't sure if it was where it was coming from. Yeah, it was coming from Barclays. Oh, that would have been actually pretty dope. I saw some coach buses, and I thought that maybe people who had packages, maybe they, they had some sort of way to get in there, but I didn't know that they had that going from Barclays. So that was actually... Um, that was actually pretty cool. If I would have known, I would have hopped on that. <laughs> because I know that MTA bus, especially in Red Hook, is running every 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. So You don't want to be in Red Hook every 20, 30 minutes. Nah, but yeah. you, no, no, no. This, is, this isn't like 1980s Red Hook when the shit was dangerous. <laughs> We're living in modern times where it's mostly well, a lot of pistols. That's where Taz is from. Shout out to Taz. Yeah. Taz. Trust Mr. Red Hook boy. Um, how was, um, I always want to ask you, how was the merch store, like the superstore? How was that looking like? Oh, boy. The one thing that pops off of me, so they actually had the skull, kind of like a voodoo skull, <laughs> mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, they had the, the WrestleMania 35 logo plaster all over it. They ain't going to play me. I saw exactly what they did. <laughs> I saw the exact same shit in NOLA last year, <laughs> which made sense. This made absolutely That's no sense. They just it, took all like, the old skulls from inventory from last year. And they was like, paint it over. <laughs> I was like, you can't sell skulls in New York. Like, nah. that's not a New York kind of thing. Vinny Mac still needs to support that XFL league. <laughs> like, so he was just like, nah, paint them scales. This ain't this ain't hitting no outlets. This ain't going to Africa. This ain't going to no third he world said, country. Dust it off and bring it right back up. Yo, just put thirty five on it and call it a day. And that's exactly what it did. I started laughing, and I wasn't the only person who noticed this. There was actually this other girl who she was like. This looks very familiar. Like, why? It's like, and I explained it to her. She was like, oh, my God. Like, I was there, and I was like, exactly. This has no New York theme other than you plastering the 35 logo on say. there and putting the, the exact 4-7 2019 date on it. Yeah, like, let's be honest. Artists. Shout out to oh, the painters. But I know you saw there was no El Idolo merchandise. I'm surprised by that. Andrade, like, What a no disappointment. Mm. Like, not even a shirt at the No Superstore? respect, I'll tell you. No respect. <laughs> Come on, he's with the top girl right now. He is no nope. top girl. We'll get into that later. We'll get I, into I feel that like later. That should be like a good thing. You know, but if you if if y'all don't if y'all not caught up to this, y'all find out later. You know, <laughs> let's just say she's a uh, more of a legacy than anything else. That's <laughs> true. I want to say how um for the stuff that you saw people buying, who were people buying the most of? Lynch, undisputed era. Who 
who's getting like the merch? Um, honestly, it was actually mixed of all, all over the place. Um, because it's also, it's also the first day, so you don't really get to really see who's buying what. Um, a lot of people normally go in there for like a lot of stuff that you, you know, probably won't see anywhere else. So like you know, like maybe little accessory items. So they actually even have like really cool action figures that you won't they it's won't sell anywhere exclusive. else. Okay. So it's kind of not not to say that it's exclusive, but it's usually tough to find in, in a specific place. Um, I remember they actually had the Kurt Angle. Um, action figure from where he replaced Roman when Roman went down with the um the the, shield get up what was it what he TLT. went down for like the was it, yeah, what, measles? yeah measles yeah measles? meningitis meningitis is that what it was yeah so they literally had that smug face um so I'm actually gonna be posting that up very soon on the on the gram <laughs> um I thought it was hilarious it actually had the same look look out for it the same look and I thought it was hilarious uh, same one with uh, Braun Strowman destroying the car. I don't know how they whipped that up that fast, but they, you know, they got it done. That's lit. Um, the setup itself for access, pros and cons on it. Um, it was way too small. It was actually one place, but it was actually divided into two, mm. and a lot of people didn't know that. Um, but it was actually kind of cool at the same time because instead of having a, each individual wrestler kind of have their own table. They kind of just bunched them up together. So if you hit up one line, you were going to see about four or five different guys. Oh, they just go down the line. What yeah. Was the, what were the best home spots in there? Um, In terms of what? And just in terms of where to go just, on a, for the tables to see the wrestlers. Um, it was the, the tables were, just to kind of see some of these guys, it was long. Mm. It was def- there was these long lines It was because it was also short, so it was very congested. Um, the only thing I was actually able to do was to meet up EC3 and um, DDP. Mm. Um, so it was actually also cool because I got to uh, chat it up with EC3 a little bit. Um, told him how I met up at um, at NOLA last year. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I bumped into you last year. You know, you were wearing this Austin shirt. And he was just like, yeah, was that after TakeOver? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I was already celebrating. I was kind of already, already, I was already out of it. <laughs> shout out to EC3. You know, so, um, yeah, so shout out to him. Um, posted up the photo. He definitely put up a nice like on that. So, so major kudos. Okay, that's good. Um, you know, DDP was also pretty fucking cool to do. No, I feel like he has a good energy. DDP. I feel DDP like was there. Um, another one who always gonna have like an awesome vibe, awesome energy is gonna be my man Teddy Long. Woo! Holla, holla, holla! <laughs> nah, Teddy. Teddy was well, Teddy was dope. He always gonna have that same energy, no matter where he's at. He was interacting with everybody. Um, access overall, venue wise, it was shite. Uh, but everything was cool. Like they, um, they really did a lot to try to bring the community in. Like they had like local food trucks in there. Oh, that's dope. Um, normally a lot of places they kind of serve like that shitty pizza mm-hmm. from like you know like you go to a convention they just yeah, have they like come their with food. With a shitty catering and exactly. Like that. <laughs> now this like everyone came in like you had like um the empanada truck there. You had uh, Korean barbecue. You had okay. that grilled cheese. Like oh, they actually brought in a lot of local stuff, especially in Red Hook. If you wanted to get that um, that lobster roll, like they got you. So for me, you know, you know, my little fat voice out of me was just like, "Yo, this is actually cool." Did I did I go at it? Like, no. Um, still trying to cut those carbs. You know, I'm still working on carbs. Yeah, get our WrestleMania 36 bodies. Hell you know, yeah, Tampa. You know, trying to work on that EC3 abs. You know, Alexa knows. <laughs> Alexa knows what I'm talking about. So I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. Um, but it was it was cool. Got to see a couple of cool matches. They had um current NXT stars going up against the, some of the alumni. 
So that was cool. Um, it was nice seeing uh, someone like Tyler Breeze go up against um, Roger Strong. Oh, that sounds like a good match. That was definitely a good match. Any other matches stand out over there? Um, from that one? Yeah. Um, I know that they were actually, that was actually the main event. Oh, okay. Um, you had Undisputed Era. I forgot who exactly they were going up against. Stable? No, actually they were going up against Sanity. Mm. Oh. So they, there was a sighting there, so they weren't uh, completely like written off by creative. Yeah. They gave them a little, you know, a little sun. A little sun, shine. A little shine. <laughs> you know. I mean, forget about you. Um, Alexa Bliss was there. You know, they, uh, fans were able to do a Q&A. Um, some fanboys were apparently pissed because, you know, she came in like, you know, regular girl. You know, she just came in with the t-shirts and jeans. And that's how she is. Oh, they was expecting Alexa Bliss. They were expecting like a, a, hopeful a blissful moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were expecting. Not getting that. You know, but she came in here, you know, just like, and that's how she is. She's she's a very laid back chick. She, you know, she's made it known that she's not that. Not the character. You know, she's not that character. She's not going to be walking around like one of the Bellas. <laughs> you know, we'll Shots fired. We're not going to, you know, maybe we'll walk into that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, that's that was really kind of like my quick little takeover access. Um, that was the first event. That was the kickoff. Yeah. That was the kickoff. Here. That was definitely the kickoff. Because it was cool, like, on our first night, yeah. we actually, if you guys checked out the Instagram feed, like, our Instagram feed the first two, three days was some, like, the best. It was a lot. It, it was, was a, a lot. It was all over New York, like. We had Chris at Access, and then me and Malcolm was very cool. Like, the first night we actually did the Instagram story, we was simulcast at Wale Mania, which was a great yeah. night. That was just started off for the night. Chris did the morning. You took the night. <laughs> he took the night shift. I was, said, night shift. I, I was still doing the evening night nah, shift. No, he was, too, because I remember checking the stories. Like, it would be, like, Roger Strong kicking somebody, and the next yeah. thing was, like, Booker T coming on Wale Mania. So, sipping on that Cavassier. <laughs> Shout out to Booker. He, know what, he knows what cognac to drink. He was he up in a corner does. with the wings, his wifey on the hip. They gave him his own little stance. He, he got up. People, everybody that came to the stage was kissing the ring. He was like, King Booker. He was King Booker. And Queens. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was my first Wale Mania. I've always heard about Wale Manias once he first started it. And it was really cool to check out. Like, it was really, like, it started off slow. I'll give it that. But then when it really started to pick up, it picked up. So Wale, they really did his job. When the alcohol started flowing. Yeah, once everybody started feeling a little buzz, Wale Mania really started. Um, Wale wasn't even supposed to come out yet, and he came out, like, early. He, he just can't wait. Like, he, he came like, out. He was like, fuck it. It's a show. I would have done the same shit. Yeah, like, like, you get tired of, like, backstage. Everybody, like, come on, let's get this, really get this thing started. Like, we gonna get this shit popping. Shout out to some of the um rappers that was there, that big time fans. A wrestling smoke dizzle, oh, yeah, um, West Side Gun. Ooh, ooh. You know, um, also saw little C's. I saw him. He was a pitcher. He was on the, ring on the stage. Um, he was there. After we left, we stood there for a while. But um, the young bucks came through. Um, Chris and Neef. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Oh, I don't know the bucks were there. Yeah. Yeah, the real OG young bucks. Um, shout out to <laughs> Leo Rush. Oh yeah, Leo. He was there. Leo was shining. Like oh. if he was at Wale Mania, oh, Leo I, was shining. Oh, I heard Leo was walking around with the ladies. Yeah, he was walking around. He lady. actually spoke to me and Terrence on our way out. Yeah, we called Leo Rush at the end. Like, funny enough, he was looking for the exit while we was going to the exit. So. We were about to take a flick, and he was just like, oh, I know where the exit's at. <laughs> nah, real cool dude. It was really, like, fun. Like, you could tell, like, this wrestling, him being, like, on TV or on tour hasn't really gone to his head. So, shout out to Leo Rush. It was just cool. so fun to see so many wrestlers just laid back and just getting drunk. You know, they was not in character. Everybody was just having a oh, good yeah, time. Oh, um, yeah, Corey Graves had, a, like, a little pipe bomb moment. 
I don't know if we were able to say it. I, mm. I think we should keep it to Wally Mania because I don't know if it might catch on. But it was a pipe bomb moment that Corey Graves said, Malcolm, no. Started with a little theme song. Did oh, word? Yeah, oh, word. Things just got a little fabulous. Can you take a, yeah, can you take a guess, Chris? I mean, could a, you know, a certain person be money? Yeah, you say that. But it was dope the way he said it, though. Like, how, you could tell how, Corey how was How he said it. How he said it. Let him know, Terrence. Nah, let him know, He was just like, we wanted like the rumors. They are definitely true, and I am F A B O U. Like L O U A S. Everybody was like, "Oh, you could tell Corey Graves was lit." That set the tone for the event for the night. Yeah, once he dropped the pipe bomb, like the whole night changed after that. Like everybody was lit. Crime time came through. MVP came through. But shout out to the MVP of the night, Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, Samoa Joe came through. He really got the crowd hype. They was treating him like Hove in the building. He came through the stage. I saw homeboy was flashing up the rocket. Yeah, some old Joe, like, I don't know what they were serving back there, that Wale juice, but people was lit. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy because I saw I saw Joe literally earlier that that um that night at Access. And he was he was like that too or nah? Nah, he was like, yo, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here. He was just trying to wait till Wale Mania later, that's it. But yeah. shout out to MVP, speaking at, of juice. He was at Access like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> MVP did his interview, and he went through, like, his whole life story. Like he just didn't want to get on stage. He was just happy to be there. Like, also, um, Tyler Bate was there. Tyler mm-hmm. Bate, he stood for a good while. He was, nah, it's Tyler. Gotta Bate say, was, the drippiest in the crowd. He was he hot was fashion for real. He was hot fashion. He's like bringing a little bit of English strong style. <laughs> um, oh, shout out to um, Carly Caruso was yeah, there. Yeah, she was there. Oh, yeah, she was there. She did. She did. Um, oh, Tupac changes off the dome. Off yeah. the yeah. dome, and she's a local girl too. Yeah, you could tell she was lit. Like she Malcolm was, said, like she was she was dressed for yeah, not a wrestling event. She was definitely going out later on that night. <laughs> I think her, Leo, and all of them was going to the same spot. Everybody was like a little dressed up as they should. And um, Tonga from BC was there, so it was good to see. It was uh, for me personally, it was nice to see like a New Japan wrestler, kind of like not a really a WWE event, but mostly WWE wrestler seeing like like the Brotherhood. It was like oh. It was funny because when they had the cameras, he did like stay to the side. So I guess Vince was like, "All right, nobody from the other side pictured with our guys." But it was cool to see him there and interacting with everybody. Nah, he's like, he's definitely one dude I definitely want to meet. Tangaloa, and we also had to mention Kofi and the New Day came through. Oh yeah, that's that really set the house. That was that was like, it was definitely getting lit to prepare for the moment. Like I feel like Kofi. I don't know if they told him to finish before they landed in New York, but. You could tell, like, everybody rooting for him was really starting to get to him and, like, really set the tone for the weekend. Because he was running a press run all day that day. He was, like, at Hot 97, a whole bunch of other spots. You could tell, like, he really wanted to be there. He was, like, I finally get to, like, relax. Like, he was up since, like, 6 this in is the a, morning. Yeah, like, this is the first event that you could he's chill out. main. He's actually was probably one of the main focal points. Yeah, he was treated like top guy that day. He yeah. had to do the whole thing, the whole press run. Shout out to Kofi, man. Shout out to Kofi. We're going to get into that a little bit later, but shout out to Kofi. Malcolm, what was your like final review of Wale Mania? Oh, Liked it, loved first it. time, definitely. If they have it again in Tampa for Wale Mania Six, I definitely will be there. Shout out to Wale; he's a big wrestling fan. It's not no fake gimmick or nothing. He's really into this. Um, he appreciated everybody coming out. We appreciated him. I appreciated seeing all of our favorite wrestlers. 
you know, having a good time. It was some of the fans were there. It was cool. It was the only funny thing. Thing it was some people that was there for like the concert of Wale, and some people there for like wrestling. Shout out Francina. <laughs> <laughs> so some people was like confused, like that black people would be at a wrestling event, and we was like, what? "Yeah, we're here. Like, <laughs> we here. Like, we know what's going on. We know the interview. We know who people that Wrestle, are getting. Wrestling is like music. It brings people together. It yeah, it does bring people together. People had like some drippy fits in there too. Uh, yeah. They had like kind of like the sh- like the Bret Hart. Um, jacket you have like some, some like Stone Cold, so it was it was dope in there. I saw my girl Brittany out there looking kind of fine. Yeah, shout out to Westside Gun with that mm-hmm. chain, <laughs> rocking a nice uh. blue dress. <laughs> now I want to say for Wale Mini, I loved it. Like it's my first time seeing Wale in person, and like Malcolm said, the environment, the vibe was really good. The only thing I had a problem with, I was trying to be like the upright citizen. I didn't bring any paraphernalia on me. I was like, oh, I'm going to go in. that was a big thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be not like. But what happened? There was other people. But, like, I forgot. I think it was like an interview. You know Started t- smelling like a Snoop Dogg. You know how many times Terrence was asked, do you have, does he have papers? Yeah, some girls were around like, you have papers. But it was funny because I was and on the was stage. you was just like, I try to be in a law-abiding <laughs> citizen. God damn it. I was like, because last time I went to Barclays, they took my lighter. So I thought like all venues was on like there's no lighter tips. So I was like, you know what? God, you know how many times I've been to a concert at Barclays and that and shit literally smelled like straight weefa. <laughs> Some dudes had Henny bottles on there. I was getting very jealous. Like, I yeah, was I would like, say wow. if you're going to a Wale Mania, try to bring like a flash because it does get crowded in there. So you can't really go to the bar. So I'll say if you're going to Wale Mania next year, bring a flask of some liquor. Make sure that it's not bells. aluminum. Yeah. All right. Be smart with it. Be smart with it. Make sure it gets your security because some of you fuck nuts are literally just going to go <laughs> with there with like an aluminum flask or something that's going to literally go off the metal detectors. They said the go home show so I could get in here with this. No, no, <laughs> exactly. we did not say that. You get the tips. You get the, you get the tips here from your boy Chris on how to literally get through security. All right. Just make sure you bring yourself a nice little drink in your flask. Just play it cool, man. Just play it cool. Don't, don't act like... Act like it's your. It's not your first time. Play don't cool. don't be a virgin about it. Don't be scared when they ask for you on the coat check. Like we played this move. Like nah, we cool. We keeping nah, our jackets nah, on. We, we good. We keep good. our jackets on. But yeah, Wale Mania Def able to go next year. Well, Chris. you can't do that in Tampa next year because it's gonna be hot. So you better find you better, <laughs> you, better you better be you better be rocking some cargo shorts. And that's what you bring the ladies <laughs> around for. Exactly. Somebody keep the bag on. Deck. Exactly. Make sure she got the nice clutch, not too big, not too small, but just enough light to kind of put it in the. Pocket. Spoken to Chris. <laughs> um, all right. Next on to Friday. Friday. Friday was a good day. Friday was like, if Thursday, I would say Friday was like All Star Weekend, a little bit, because that was like, that was really the takeoff show. Yeah, that was like the the day, like the day where everything really started yeah. to kick in. Because Chris checked out Ref Pro, NXT. They went to NXT Takeover Watch Party that night. I wasn't able to go, but we have Ref Pro and NXT. Chris, want to start off with Ref Pro? How'd you um, like it? Ref Pro was dope. Um, definitely, you always get some really good matches in there. Uh, main event of that was definitely, uh, you had Tanahashi and Osprey go up against uh, uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, and automatically, that's that was definitely going to be a banger, like, for sure. Um, best part, got to meet Shibata, got to meet... Uh, Tamahiro Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr. that uh, that same day. Ooh. Mm. Uh, especially with Shibata. Like, the guy's a fucking legend. Um, it sucks, you know, having to retire off of that really gruesome uh, head injury. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the, on the Reddit yeah, page. Yeah, you know, like, that really sucks. So, you know, before actually kind of, like, approaching approaching him, uh, 
you know, he was checking out the matches, and he, he definitely he had like that that Daniel Bryan look, like you know, like I wish I could still kind of be in there. Um, so he's still working, kind of like behind the scenes, you know, uh, training the guys. Now, hopefully, he could get back. You never want to see. Yeah, but it was it was pretty bad. Like I know it affected him. It definitely affected like his neural systems. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you could put like a Tyson kid or something. Yeah, like you never know. You definitely never know. But Rev Pro was dope. Uh, so that was like a thing that uh, that was the second one. Actually, the second year that I got a chance to to check out Rev Pro. Um, then afterwards, headed out to. Uh, Jack Dempsey's for NXT TakeOver because it was honestly it was impossible for you to get tickets. <laughs> and um, to sit up and pay two fifty for shitty ass seats at Barclays all the way up to yeah, 200 in the leagues. back. That's not, that's it's, not worth it's it. Not, it's not even worth not it. Worth I can it. literally, sp- I'd rather spend that at a bar, which, you know, again, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to uh, Yet Movement who, you know, hosts these really cool parties. Uh, viewing parties anytime. There's a really big uh, WWE event. A lot of people came out, and it was raining that day. Like it was like really gloomy and yeah, all. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, we didn't you didn't know what the day was gonna be like. Whether it was gonna be a full rainstorm, or it was gonna be a light drizzle. Um, but every it was you know it was definitely a packed house. Crowd was hot in there. Everybody was chanting. You know, crazy. Audio was on blast. The wings was popping. <laughs> the drinks were flowing. Now, I love their drink specials though. Their drink specials there is really good. Yeah, you know, and they always have like their uh, pretty cool signature menu. So that was a, uh, that was good. But overall, uh, how can I put this? NXT always steals the show every type, of, every every fucking mania week. But they had competition this year, and we'll 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 get into you know a little later. But the G One Supercard literally matched it. It matched it. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah. It matched it. But overall, in terms of quality, TakeOver still takes the cake. It's still number one. Um, and I want to put the newsflash out there. You know, <laughs> just today, I'm, I'm actually going to post that on, on the gram later. But we actually did have a one five-star match, and it wasn't a New Japan match. 5.5. Oh yeah, five point five. It wasn't the six. It wasn't the Tokyo. It wasn't. It, it was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't completely six. Maybe if it did, it might have been a six or a seven. You know, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, also known as Dave Meltzer. We almost got a five star Mania match. Almost, but no cigars. No cigars. I think the lowest one we uh, they rated was the women's match. Uh, I believe it almost got four stars. Okay. I think it could have deserved the full four, but the main event Gargano. And Adam Cole. Some people are calling five. the best WWE match in history. Uh, I don't know about all I don't know about history, but I it was really, really, really it was good. Definitely, it was definitely a good match. It got five and a half stars. Uh, for me personally, and this match did not disappoint, Pete Dunne. Yes. And yes. my man, Walter. My man, my man, Chris. He lived up to the hype. That he match. Was right, Chris. Like, if you really want to talk about what a banger was. That was a banger. That was a banger. My chest was hurting, and I wasn't even in that match. <laughs> Remember last time, last episode, Chris said he could take three chops, and I looked at him after the first Walter chop, and I was like, uh, "You sure about three? After that first more. one, yeah." Give you a Brian? Uh, you sure? <laughs> My chest wouldn't come out that you know wouldn't come out that messed up. Nah, that match was super fire. But that match, I was going crazy. That match was was like you really want to talk about British strong style? That was it, you know. It wasn't the first time that, you know, a German really beat the shit out of a British guy before. <laughs> you know, it's been proven in history. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're trying to make it to episode three. You're trying to make it to episode three. 
<laughs> no, but three here. that that match was definitely something for me. I thought that was a that was a five star just coming off. Um, they got they got they got close to it. That's true. Now before we jump, I have two things I really loved about that match. That was actually I don't know. Have you checked out a Walter match before? No, actually my first time. This was my out. this was my first time too a Walter. I was like verily impressed. I love like his move set. I like yeah. how like he can do everything and then like his size adds to the moves. Like every move he does has a purpose because he's a big hurts. boy. Yeah, and he's he's bringing in with that thump, that thump for it was like one boot and I was um, watching with my friend and she it wasn't like me. monster like it was like a lot of precision a yeah. lot of just good accurate striking and stuff like that. It just wasn't to make a statement. It was, it, was, it was to make a statement, but not like in a monster type to like scare you. It's like, yo, I really get busy. And then even with the finish with him jumping off the top rope, I didn't even know he went to the top rope. He went to the top rope. Like I, was, I was like, where he's going? And I was like... In a big match like that, sometimes <laughs> you got to you gotta go for that high risk maneuver. <laughs> and then the other thing I really love about the match, going into it, I thought they were going to go to like the basic... Like David versus Goliath. No, like, and they didn't have none of that. No, and I really I, like that aspect um, of this match. Especially a lot of people who have watched um, either either both competitors' matches, they know exactly what's going to go on. I think some people, you know, for the regulars who don't normally go and watch anything besides WWE, they're going to be like, "Oh, what is this?" Uh, I've I've seen Pete Dunne before in his NXT things, and Walter, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, he seems he seems Russian. He seems like he's part of the Cold, the Cold War. You know, was he part of the Cuban Missile Crisis? Like I don't know. You but know. I did. I see him on Eastern Promises. You know, Walter, he could be like a good Bond villain. Yes, like Walter could be like a very good Bond villain. I like his um theme song too. Like, everyone was everyone was singing along. <laughs> Like, oh, at the watch party? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Like, this was like, no, but even at TakeOver, like, yeah, you, everyone was just chanting along, and it was like, wow. Is that the same? He carried that theme song from the indies, too? They was able to bring that over? Or that's no, something that's, that, was, that was definitely something different. Um, that's how you know it was hot. It's a new theme song, and people were just, like, singing okay. along already. Yeah. That's lit. No, I was very impressed with Walter. First match, and that was probably one of my anticipated matches for the whole weekend, so that really... Lived up to the hype and then more. I, I think that was my favorite match of the night. For TakeOver? It was my, not the best match, but it was my favorite that was, match. For me, that was one of my favorite matches um, of the night. And again, everyone who know who's seen Pete Dunne and seen Walter, you know exactly what kind of match you were getting themselves into. It wasn't like an underdog. It wasn't. This was a, even though, like, this was probably one of the first matches Pete Dunne has ever walked into, you know, with the you know, the NXT uh, UK title, mm-hmm. um, really being the underdog. Um, but six hundred. I liked it, though. 600 days, and 685 you got to go through, like, a big days. motherfucker to carry Modern that era, shit. That was like, a good story. 685 days, um, I kind of saw it happen. Um, I believe that was my prediction. I had Walter going yeah, to repeat I think we all, we yeah, all had a queen Yeah, yeah queen I think sweet. it was happening, but it um, it definitely is going to make uh, Pete's, Pete Dunn's story Makes um, it start even brighter, too, because, like, like his star is a little brighter, like really like very good. Exactly. Defeat. And then free him up, he may be able to switch brands, maybe. No, no. Keep him uh, UK still? Uh I he's literally that for now, that's where I want him. Okay. Um, I think him being especially like the face of that NXT franchise, um, it makes sense for now. Yeah, because who would Walter face next? Like they'll probably try to draw out a you know, it's a rivalry there. That's all good. Anything else from Takeover you guys love? Um, um Riddle and the Dream. That was a fu- that was another phenomenal. I, I wasn't match. expecting that finish. I think we all kind of picked Riddle. So shout out to Triple I, H. I, 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 I picked Dream. 
You pick Dream? I'm about to yeah. tell you. Hold on, roll the footage. Roll came, the footage. And he, oh, yo, so, yo, he <laughs> Dream came in with that hot entrance as well. Now that was swaggy. That Statue Dream. of Liberty? Dream Come swaggy. on, man. It was a lot. Yeah, I was saying Dream over. Dream nah, over. I was saying Dream because Triple H does this. He always like, yeah, this is how I book. And then he'll like, give us a little swerve. like. And just even, just even with the finish, um, it, it it's going to add a little bit more controversy to it. So it's going to be like, like he, he, Matt Riddle had him beat. Matt Riddle didn't um, lose beat. nothing out of that either. No, nah, he didn't lose oh, nothing out of no. And I think that was also one of the things that they do very well down there. They do very, they do something very well where Looking they try to defeat. Pre- yeah, they will book you in that way. Like, wow, like this was a this was a even really dream when great, he first went match. black, he lost, and then yeah. his star like rose right after that. Exactly. So shout out to the booking team down there. Um, Fatal Four Way, I loved it. I didn't expect Shayna to retain. I'm still happy because that's my girl. I love yeah, I wasn't honestly. I was not expecting that at all. Um, and again, bright start of that match, Bianca Belair. And she's yes. really good. I mm-hmm. mean, she she fucking killed it. She was doing her thing. She shined. Um, and again, I see a lot of good things for her in the future. Yeah, I think she takes the belt next, or is it gonna be? A- mm. Um. You know, a lot of people have this thing that you need to have a title to kind of put you at a, you know, at a mountain top. spot. You know, and honestly, especially in NXT, that's never really the case. I feel like she might be a good chaser. She's she'll. I feel she, like she's a good. Eventually, chaser. It, it, eventually, she'll definitely held that title. Um, but, but she doesn't need it. But no, she mm-hmm. doesn't. Like I think, especially if they build on what she's had, they've done a really great job the last, um, the last five or six months. You know, they had her as she was. Undefeated, she hasn't really lost cleanly. You know, she's been in a couple of tag matches. Other people have taken the loss, so they've done a really good job. Um, for me personally, she's money. Now she's money. She's, de- she's, is she's, money. Def- she's definitely money. I love yeah, to see she, that. She has the total package. Like everything's there. By the time she gets to the um, main roster, yeah. Um, going forward, I wonder if they might be able to, since like use like real life, they like might bring her with the street profits, make her like the female manager, but. We'll talk about that another day. The main event, that was money. The oh, before event, the main event, though, um, give a little shout-out to the first match. Oh, yeah, the tag ladies. team match was good. Yeah. Nice little swan song. Shout-out, Malcolm. That was – I forgot about it. But, like, that was a nice little – it was good – for me, it was good seeing, like, both – it was, like, both sides of the coins and, like, different wrestlers because we had Black more the powerhouse and then Ricochet's more like the, the Aerie Springer. Yeah. Hanson on the other side was like their version of the Spring and the other War um, Raider. I really the like power. the War Raiders. You mean War Machine? No, War I'm Machine. Trying to, I'm trying to, trying to be CC. We on iTunes now, Chris. We can't be thrown off the air. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I really like those guys though, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry guys. If you guys listen to this, I totally completely apologize. I think my one thing, my one concern, and then I see it now with, like, people that's on the main roster now that's from NXT, like, they have the whole gimmick and stuff like that. When they get to the main roster, I wonder what's going to happen with that. We talked about the last episode. Because like, sometimes they, that doesn't translate as well. And even though people are good wrestlers, like the revival and stuff like that. It's also the simple fact that you have people that really don't watch NXT. You gotta make them care. You gotta make them care. And even they put it out there. They're like, oh, you know, like I don't really watch NXT. And I know a couple of people like that. Um, I try to, I try to literally preach like, no, you have to watch NXT. Like, it's a really good product. What they have down there, it's a really great product. Uh, Triple H and his entire team down there, they kill it all the time. 
Uh, Shawn Michaels has been uh, producing a lot of fucking awesome matches. Um, five star caliber. Yeah, you could see he's having a lot of fun. He's now. having a, he's having a great time, and even even at his age, the guy still looks stacked. <laughs> he's still looking stacked. I got a chance to see him at Access. Um, not at Access at WrestleCon, and boy, still in shape. He can still go. They you got know, Saudi Arabia his eyes still a little shifty. <laughs> you know, but he's walking fine. He got that Arab money from Saudi Arabia. You hear that, so AJ? He, he's still ready to go. He's still ready to go. I'm pretty sure. Down the line, maybe. One, I I definitely think there. If anything, there could be that one off. That's it. I'll, I'll take that. It's definitely a one off. I don't see anything going uh, completely bananas. No little feud or anything. Um, before we wrap up, takeover main event thoughts. How'd you feel? Five and a half stars. I think it deserved it. Um, they really I think did. it was a great match. Great storytelling. Especially how some people was complaining about Chompa coming out. At the no, end. that was. No, that's, I that's, was like, I, that was great. It was. It was definitely. Um, it was great poetry, to be quite honest. Him coming out at the end, um, congratulating Johnny and Candice. Like Candice kind of doing was, it his way. It was doing it his, his, way, his way. You know, and I think at the end, that's kind of like you know because of the injury, they definitely had to switch some things up. But it was definitely like a really good ending to the story that will definitely continue. Um, he came out there. He came out there, you know, very genuinely. He came with the brace out. Um, <laughs> and Candice was just like, yeah, like, you know. It's over. Come it's, on, like, it's over. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, like I'm embracing family. my boy. We're, yeah. we're family. You know, he was like, I'm a, I was your best man at your, at your, at your wedding. <laughs> I was there. They we see went the to Disney picks. together. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. One thing I liked about the finish, like we were just talking about, he did it his way. I kind of saw how he won the North American Championship from Ricochet. Like, yeah. he was in the chomp away. So yeah. him winning the big goal by wrestling, by it was, Johnny wrestling, it was, was kind, really good. Yeah, it was kind of like, I got to step into Big Brother. Big Brother was actually saying the right things. It's like, sometimes you can't be nice. You got you to gotta do, you got to win. Whatever you ever have to do, go and do what you need to do by any means necessary. And I kind of like, um, maybe, I kind of like, because I think I had Cole winning. I thought they was going to prolong. But I feel like Gargano, this was his moment. And I kind of like what maybe they're shaping up with Gargano being the champion, now having to worry about Undisputed Era in the numbers game to hold on to that championship. Well, spoilers alert. You know, there's some stuff that's been going on with Undisputed. We'll talk about that. But I like that little I like that little facet, like the champion, yes. underdog, outnumbered with the numbers game, Undisputed. I kind of like that. Exactly. It was, also, it was also a great finish. Um, you had everyone come. Yeah, I thought it was over. Maybe like two pinfalls before yeah. it happened. I thought it was done. Johnny was not about to let that happen. <laughs> he was like, "I'm not letting my shoulders go down to the count." That of was three. super saying too, Johnny, right there. It definitely yeah. was. But um, Friday was lit. That set the tone. And then Saturday, we have Chris at House of Glory, and then we had Hall of Fame, and then Chris was at G1 Supercard, mm. and I was at WrestleCon. <laughs> and mm. WrestleCon. That was um. Uh, that was the everywhere day. My day started off at about 8 a.m. that morning. Jesus. 8 a.m. I didn't make it back home uh, until maybe about 2 a.m. <laughs> it was a very long day. Only to be up for a fucking monstrous day. The next day. The next day. <laughs> the Holy Grail Super Bowl of wrestling, of professional wrestling, WrestleMania. The granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy of them all. How was, um, just a quick tidbit, how was, like, House of Glory? I always wanted to check out a show. House of Glory was dope, um... Uh, it was a really cool uh, venue. It was actually up by Jamaica, Queens. Uh, you had LAX um, and Loki. They had a six-man tag match. 
against uh, Tajuri-san, uh, Pentagon Jr., and the Great Muta. Mm-hmm. So that that on the other side was definitely a legendary. Was great, um, great card. They put on a great show. I know they have a show coming up on Cinco de Mayo. You know, getting their free plug in there. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be House of Glory versus Impact Wrestling. Oh, that's cool. Um, so tickets are on sale. New York, go. Canada. It's gonna be the same spot in Jamaica, Queens. Oh, I might have to check that out. You know, Cinco de Mayo. I'll be with it. Go to HasaGlory.com for tickets. You might have <laughs> to make that move. That nah, looks dope. I'll, I'll definitely be down. Um, Hall of Fame. We're not going to get into it. We talked about it. We're just going to talk about one incident at the Hall of Fame. Well, <laughs> no, no, that's Saturday itself. I think we're probably going to talk about more what happened on Saturday night than really what happened on Raw. That was like a uh, weird or, night. Or Mania. It was a weird night. So this was So this was my – I want to kind of go into uh, – my WrestleCon story, okay, because it's it, it kind of ties in because this actually became a little bit of an inside joke. So for a long time, I wanted to meet Bret Hart. Twenty years in the making, but I finally got it done. Stood in line for two fucking hours, you know, and I had a jacket signed, and I was like, "All right, we, we gotta get this done. We gotta get this done." Finally, get up to him, and I actually, you know, it took me about two or three weeks to try to get the right pen to set on the satin jacket, my chalk line jacket. And um, finally get there, jacket spread out, you know, shake his hand, chopping up a little bit, and he signs it. He's trying to sign it, you know, because he's like, all right, what do you want me to sign? I'm like, can you sign it, you know, at the skull part? So <laughs> he's just like, it. so he's just like, <laughs> you know, it's better if you sign it, uh, in, you know, in the black. It looks pretty cool. And I was just like, look, I, ch- I tried it, okay? <laughs> it's it's not going to work out as I got the like the lightest pink possible is not gonna come out. So I was like, you know, just just sign it there. And he's like attempting to sign the black, and I'm like, Brett, if you fuck this up, <laughs> if you fuck this up, you're about to get that. <laughs> you literally about to get super kicked like Sean did when you were in that wheelchair. <laughs> like you're like, don't fuck my shit up. There's a reason why I told you to do it in white. I've been experimenting this for about two or three weeks. So three times, and it was like the Canadian thing of him. He's like, he's like closing in. He's like. Are you sure? And I'm like, God damn it, Brett, just fucking sign. Chris is about to tell him, I always liked the Owen better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, there's a reason why Owen hated you. <laughs> so finally, you know, he finally signed it, and it was cool. But then flashing forward um, to the Hall of Fame night, he got some fucking jackass, comes out the fucking stands. Jackass for real. Yeah, he really was. Like, he, um, it was a very interesting setup. Usually they'd done everything on the stage. Uh, right with the Tron. So this year, you know, they they had everything signed up on... Uh, in the middle, right? In the, in the ring. middle, they had a ring set up. It was cool. Um, it was refreshing. You know, not the same fucking shit that we see all the fucking time. And I kind of like it, though, because I was still like, Hall of Fame, you give, like, the inductees one last pop coming down to the ring. Like, well, come in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, so, so I kind of like that it idea. Was, it was cool. It was, it was definitely something different. Um, and it was actually probably one Hall of Fame... Class that I actually wanted to do. Um, normally, other years is there might be one or two people that I might want to see, but this was actually it like was a fully stock G one. Apparently, you know they they took my, you know they they took my took money first. They they they, <laughs> they gave you an offer you couldn't refuse. Man. Exactly. I wouldn't refuse it either. You know, <laughs> and we'll, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, but then the guy goes ahead and, and attacks him. So at that moment, while that was going on, I'm already I'm at the garden G one, and I think. It sucked because it was a really great match that was going on. 
with the um Enzo and Cass coming out or no something else? no 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 uh funny thing that actually happened about ten minutes apart. That's the thing because I saw my Twitter, I saw that, and I saw I'm like, why is everybody coming into the ring today? No, that <laughs> when the whole Bret Hart thing started, um they had the uh, Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match for the uh, New Japan for the uh for the IWGP Heavyweight uh, Tag Team Titles and the ROH Titles. Okay, so it was winner take all. <laughs> and it was a, and it was a really great match. But it was not like getting unified. <laughs> it was just for both titles. It was for it was for both titles. Um, and then somehow a lot of people lost you know some some attention to it because everyone's feet started to go off about Bret Hart being attacked for the Hall of Fame. Um, and a friend of mine, Dean. Kind of <laughs> shout out to Dean. Shout out to Dean. What up, Dean? Uh, Ian just literally sent me a, a photo, and it was basically saying, you know, like, oh, fan, uh, Bret Hart reconciles with fans. And so the kind of the whole background story to that was, like, if Bret would have signed the jacket the wrong way, that obviously that I didn't want him to sign, that that was probably going to be me attacking him. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that extreme. As, as Sometimes as a wild card and unpredictable, I can honestly be. Chris would have been a takeover at Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> Chris know, was saying that like to Seth Rollins. Chris was saying that to G1. He was overthinking it. Oh. Looked at his phone. He said, sent the word. He sent the text. Yeah, word. He, he sent the word. word. You did the Kevin like, Nash. You did the Kevin Nash. He was just like, <laughs> do what needs to be done. Match is over. Um, pop is going on. All of a sudden, I see someone running from the crowd. All I see was some blonde hair just kind of, you know, whiffing through the air. And there's nothing... And I'm still looking hard. I'm like, who is that? And I see they hop over the ring, and I'm like, yo, that's Enzo and Kaz. Which I feel is a good time. I like, I like them teaming up on the indies. It, I feel like they can it was money. crazy. The way um, the match was already over at the time, so they didn't interfere. Um, that was during the Bully Ray match, right? No, no, no. This was still that was with the, the tag team. This was just, this was still going on during the tag team. But match. Bully Ray and them did come out during that. Bully Ray did could come out, and um, I'm like, okay, so. Secured. I'm like at this moment. I'm like this has to be a work. There's no way that they're just allowing someone to kind of do a run in. <laughs> you know, as as crazy you know Enzo is sometimes. He ain't that damn crazy. He's not that damn crazy <laughs> to hop over the rail and then seeing him with Cass, who, you know, they they kind of like you know set bullshit aside. They came together. Yeah, they both hit the bottom. It was like it. Yeah, come on, you know, man. like I know their you know their relationship with each other. Like they kind of strained a little bit. But, you know, they, they came back. And a lot of people didn't know what was going on. No one knew if this was a shoot. No one knew that they just, you know, this is Enzo doing, you know, another publicity stunt of some sorts. No one knew what was going on at all. Um, and a lot of people were very short, were, were, you know, were very closed off what was going on. Um, and from, some, from my sources, this was definitely a work. Very few people knew. Um, what was going on? Um, very few people from New Japan knew, uh, but this was definitely like a uh, Ring of Honor type of thing. Oh, because okay. um, no one knew. No one knew during this match. Terrence, we should have known because he was at Wale Mania too. He was at Wale Mania. I think after we left, he was trying to rap, and they said delete, and I was like, Yeah, like that was that killer. was that was also pretty fucked up. <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't understand where people have this huge hate for Enzo. Yeah, I don't know. You why know. Either. Like, because people would hear like, "Oh, he was uh, he's obnoxious. He's this. He's that." I, I met the dude a couple of times, and he's honestly like, generally like one of the really, he's he's a real fucking cool, down to earth kind of guy, you know. But everybody was like shouting, 
fuck you, I Enzo. think because he kind of has like that 90s attitude era mindset. Yeah, like, it's this like, little, fuck you, I'm still going to do me. I'm the smallest yeah. guy in here, but I got the fucking loudest bark. Of anyone in this fucking room, I'm swagging. But it was a, shit. it was a, it was a fucking pop. Um, I know from what I've heard, they haven't signed anything official. It ain't official tissue yet. As it shouldn't be. Like, you know, it good. shouldn't be. Um, Not the mystery. Yeah, yeah. This yeah this but this was definitely, you know, like something that might be in the works. Nothing hasn't been set in stone. But I, for me personally, I thought this was a fucking awesome moment. It was a weird Saturday night. But it definitely Shout out to them I just realized It was in the garden too It was at the so garden WWE And you pay at the next They were wearing NXT Still show. certified shirts <laughs> <laughs> So automatically You already knew Something was up Something had to be up But it also did take away From the uh, Tanahashi And Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, match mm-hmm. Because They were already Running promos And they already Started to come down To the ring And no one knew What was going on um, you had New Japan officials Come down like oh, Are we stopping this I mean like, what was they saying though no, like, they were just trying to barricade. They were trying to really just separate everyone after the, it was a melee for about five to ten minutes. So, at that moment, not seeing security literally not do anything at all, I was like, okay, this is this yeah, is definitely a work. <laughs> this, is, this was definitely something. They got escorted out, you know, just like, hey, you know, we're just going to push you out. Nothing like, you know, Enzo getting Get kicked out of, like, Survivor out. Series where yeah, he basically got rough. handcuffed. No, nothing too rough. But they was just like, <laughs> no, sir, you have to leave, sir. You you you, you got to go. You don't work here. You don't you don't work here. Gotcha. You know you, you just here. you just got the nicest escorting out of the garden. You know nothing like some James Dolan shit, but <laughs> you know he is allowed to come back. How would you um how would you rate G one? I want to see like how was how was the environment Master Square Garden uh, for the show? It was it was great. Um, they came out with the bangers. Matches were fucking awesome. Uh, definitely had a couple of key highlight moments. Um. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, Bully Ray against uh, Juice Robinson in a New York Street fight. Um, they showed earlier in the night, Juice got attacked, and Bully Ray comes out. He's like, all right, you know, who's who's going to be the next one to step up? And there's been a long rivalry between him and uh, Flip Gordon. And Flip, I didn't think would actually even be available because um, I know, you know, this is where we all got swerved. It was a... And we all got swerved because <laughs> I remember about two weeks before they said that he was actually going to end up missing the G1 because he actually re-injured the same knee. Ooh. So he retore. So that was the news that was going around. He's not going to be around. I'm like, fuck. Like Flip. You know, like Flip. and this was originally. So, you know, this was actually cool for him to come back. Um, and there was a little bit of a Tommy Dreamer um, incident. Not, a, not an incident, but it was what a moment happened? where he basically uh, started getting hit by Kendall Sticks by everybody in that ring. And he was just asking for more. Flip? Yeah. Oh, flip. You know. Flip, flip. <laughs> flip, Gordon. <laughs> you know, so that was actually, like, that was a pretty dope moment. Um, is, is it true that i seen some reviews on G1 that New Japan held up their end and Ring of Honor was not that, not that good? Um, I didn't really see it that way. How you seen it? I didn't. I I saw it. I saw it literally as one show. Um, but I think especially with New Japan because there was a lot of more buzz. That from was their side. from their side. I think that's what made it. Um, I mean, you had Kota Ibushi go up against Tetsuya Naito, and that was a fucking great match. That was like almost a five star match. Kota came up on top. He won the Intercontinental Title. Um, Kota. But it was honestly, it was dope 
It was a uh, it was a fucking awesome fight. Um, How you felt about the main event, Okada, Jay White? I was like, you know, to be honest, I was actually a little bit surprised because I'll, there were more pro Okada than Jay White. And you, I you try to since he's on USA soil that be flipped. No, but I think because I, I I looked at it from the Mark starting point where you know it was like oh Bullet Club you know got you know I got to represent and honestly that wasn't even a thing, and a lot of it was because we were talk what I talked about this um the last show, not having the elite the there Exodus of the exactly you know so there wasn't as many um BC BC things that you know hype beast as you know you would have normally seen if so they some were of the there big guns is gone exactly. Um, but like I said, Bullet Club is fine, even <laughs> though you know Jay White did lose a title, and Okada became the 69th IWGP Heavyweight Okada Champion. Okada is back. My man's back on top of the mountain. Which that spot should have been held to uh, Kenny. Uh, no, it should have been held to uh, to Gucci Son, but no, oh. no, that's a that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. That's an inside <laughs> joke for some people who might get it. I w- <laughs> I would say before we jump into Sunday, um. I know now that they ran Madison Square Garden, you was able to see it. How did you feel like New Japan Ring of Honor held the fan interest in the big venue for like a long? They show? they they held interest. Okay. It was, um, and it was actually a long. It was a good four hour night to be honest, um, from beginning to end. Um, it held my interest. Okay. Because every every match for me definitely um, did it. Um, the Ring of Honor Championship match was also great. The triple threat match between uh, Matt Taven. Yeah, I'm uh, say, how you Jay feel about Lee, Matt? Gra- I'm grabbing the title. If you're not, if you, if you weren't pro uh, Matt, Matt Taven, you're a Melvin. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Shout out to Matt. He gave us a little. He, shout he out. gave he gave us a shout out. So it's not because you know we're trying to give him high praise, but he's actually you know. Yeah, there's no pay all over here. There's no pay, but the Kingdom came up on top. Um, he came up on top. A lot of booze, <laughs> and. Again, it's better to have some reaction, a lot of reaction than no reaction. Yeah. So a lot of people were, you know, we're mostly Jay Lethal, you know, he him being a local kid. Um, he had his time. Yeah, he had his time. You know, longest uh, tenured uh, guy at, at Ring of Honor, holding, especially holding that title. But that was also a great match. Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, you know, another banger. Um. You know, Osprey came uh came up a little short. Oh, poor Osprey. He, he, he came up a little short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Osprey. Maybe you know, next year. But it was it was honestly great. Um, this sets president. It was a, it was really a good. It was a good back show. To back. I, I you know I definitely G1. see them coming back to the garden sometime soon. I, I believe this was their. With a lot of, you know, they've done a couple of uh, global wars here in New York, but this was actually, I felt for me personally, it was Ring of Honor hosting because they, you know, they always hold these super cards, but I think it was a lot of more New Japan than anything. And like, they, they haven't been on lot. the East Coast like a it really no, it snapped them hard in the East Coast. Right? Yeah, this was like, uh, this was honestly like their first, like, we're in the East Coast, we're at the Garden, it's Mania Week, we're not even fuck WWE at this moment, this is our show. We're doing it. We're making noises. We're not doing it for anyone else. We're doing it for us. Especially the Guardians, too. I know Vince. He hated that. But you know what? They they did what they needed to do. And that's why they split. Yeah. Because even it looks so much better, too, from Ring of Honor's perspective when they having, like, the champions taking those photos, like, the billboards of the Garden. Like, it looks so much, like, cleaner. And, like, you see, like, oh, this is really a big-time promotion if they have no, the Guardians. Exactly. So, shout out to Ring of Honor exactly. getting that Garden date. 
We want to jump into those pictures is probably the reason a couple of people got fired by Vinnie Mac. You know, he probably just you. Did, I don't know if y'all heard about it. Um, the Bret Hart thing, the guy that ran the segment. Mm-hmm. He got fired for the um, whole incident. How he got fired? He didn't tell the fan to jump. He got fired for First of um, all, I know um, from what I've heard, a, a couple people got canned after that situation. Like security-wise or like Barkley, Barkley security is trash. Oh, yeah, they have to. Like if somebody's attacking Bret Hart. Well, cup- not only that, not only that, but I know me personally, I've been to quite a few events at Barclays, and it's really not that hard to you to kind of go and sneak around a couple of different places, especially if you're trying to get into like a suite or anything like that. I remember going into an Isles game one time and got a chance to sit up in the glass. <laughs> and I sat really right where their family was. I didn't get any stick, but I figured, like, you know, their policy is, is like, if you, as long as you're not here to cause shit and you're not, you know, here to cause any type of ruckus, like, just shut the fuck up and enjoy sit down the show. And enjoy the show. That's all it is. Yeah, I think um, that's the way it should be. Vince, um, also, he had fined a few officials that got a couple of things wrong during Mania. Yeah, I know Vinny was tight. Cause yeah. You know, Vinny hates anything to, like, mess up the show. You got a fan jumping in and hitting Bret Hart. Like in the Bret Hart's funny. He was like, "Ooh, <laughs> yo, Bret was Bret really Bret really showed Bret really showed his age. He really he really showed his age. But the licks that shout ho- out to Wilder. Yeah, they were wilding on him as they should. Like Dash Wilder was, got oh. a huge pop at Mania when he when he got tagged in. Like he got a huge, huge, huge pop. Like you should not be jumping. Yeah, that over punch alone got him in the Hart family. Like yeah. he's set for life. He's yeah, he really did. Um, Only. Stu, if if Stu was still alive, rest in peace. He would be like, "You're you're officially a heart." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know it's you know he the guys literally is a fucking scumbag because now this just ruins it for a lot of people. I think they're probably yeah, gonna they go, probably gonna switch it to the th- other yeah. Thing. I won't I won't be surprised if they go on that route. They threw out some reports earlier on Vince's think about just not having fans at all at um Hall of Fame. No, it's probably gonna I think it's probably gonna be like that lower part of the section. It's gonna be like you guys are gonna literally sit out there. And not gonna be anywhere near wrestlers. I think that's probably gonna be enjoy but, the projects. But at the same time, security was was trash. Lacking. It was lacking big time, and I and that that also played a big factor as well. It's the perfect storm, but not for Bret Hart. Exactly. <laughs> but even the, the the reason for him, the guy who attacked Bret, he literally just said, "I thought that it was a great opportunity." Mm. I was like, "What? What are you trying to do?" Yeah. That's when some people they wire differently, but. We're not giving that clown any more clout. Um, Sunday, Mania Sunday. Everybody enjoyed it? Yeah, overall. Yeah, I was in Mania Sunday. Chris was, was everywhere. I, I was everywhere. I did Mania Club, so shout out to them. They held, this was my first Mania Club event that they had. They always, always have these uh, tailgate parties. I seen Stephanie was there. Stephanie came out. She um And Santino, who who was also with her, and, I, and a lot of people kind of like completely... You know, didn't pay attention to him. Steph! Wow. <laughs> Hello, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> yeah, I seen Stephanie was in a jersey that they yeah. were giving out to tell um, you. She came in. She definitely showed some love. Uh, they were doing uh, some uh, donations in there for uh, Connor's Cure. You know, they were able to raise uh, $5,000. A lot of people pinched in. Shout out to them. Um, so if you guys are doing Tampa next year, you guys want to check out um, Mania Club, definitely go ahead. Um Mania Club. You can also follow them on Instagram. Uh, you can purchase tickets, uh, tailgate party for four or five hours, top liquor, food, all that stuff included. That's very good. You know, so it's definitely like pretty dope scene that they had. It was a great setup. So shout out to them. Uh, already gave them praise. They gave us a shout out back. So definitely kudos to them. Shout um, out to them. 
Talk to the squad. But it was, you know, it was it was definitely a cool, chill vibe. You know, Stephanie came out. Um, Manny itself, you know, long, 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 <laughs> long day. Long, long. It was long. What you got there before the show? You saw any kickoff or you got there? No, I got. I literally got there um, right when it started. Okay, so you didn't. You so you didn't do like the extra mania challenge where you stay for like the kickoff. Like people that will watch the kickoff show. No, no, no. I, I, I that's the time I. Oh, got you in. did. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah, I saw. Too. I, I saw the. the I'm oh, glad they let a lot of y'all in like before kickoff started. Yeah, so. you know. Um, I also got to you know thank my plug. You know, worked Shout the surface for you know for a while. We got some awesome seats. Plug. You know, um, pretty much. You know, got to you know walk around ringside a little bit. Okay. You know, you know, no, that's not, you know, that's not. <laughs> you know, um, but again, it was it was definitely a cool night. Um, some really cool entrances. Um, the pyro, everyone gets it. You know, this we only get them really. The one time we get them in the states, other than that, you know, we're gonna see them in Saudi Arabia for the next show because they definitely go a lot. They got that Arab money, you know. Vinny Mac is I got the sixty mil, baby. That oil coming in now, oh, man. Oh, you, you want ref? You get a pyro. You get a pyro. Michael, you get a pyro. Michael Cole get a pyro. Like fans get a pyro. Every, there's gonna be literally like a shot of like pyro every time. Um, he says one of two things: either it's gonna boss time. Oh, Mishinuku driver. Every time something goes <laughs> off, fireworks. you're going to get fireworks. It's like, there goes Michael Cole again. <laughs> that's the Michael that's Cole. A new, that's a literally the new drinking game. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if Boss Tom is getting any pyro these days. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. <laughs> but no, um, Mania Sunday was lit for me. Um, I actually checked out my, my lovely Mets before Mania. And the fun thing about that, I actually took a weed edible at the game. Of course. Yeah, so he was like, "Oh man, it has to sit in." Yeah, because we was getting blown out, so I had to get had to get somewhere. Terrence was in the <laughs> whole, whole, whole track. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was getting blown out again? The Mets. We was following Washington. Did you hear that, Mets fans? But we made a comeback. I was at like the bar at the club level, and they started making their comeback. But then I left before the ninth inning, so the game. When I left, it was twelve six. They scored three runs in the ninth, so it was twelve nine. But we lost. But I had a good time. That started off my mania, and then I checked out mania. Truly on my edible trip when I was feeling on the seven train. Terrence was like, "Oh, did, did Mania start yet? I just had an edible." <laughs> <laughs> Not time the perfect. He's like, "These edibles ain't shit." Decided to kick in because <laughs> I wanted to at least have it kicked in before I got back to um apartment to check out Mania. So saw the Mets. Mania was really good. I came in like um the tag team match. Overall, I thought Mania was a really solid show. I, I feel like. Watching it on TV, it came across very solid. I have not not too many complaints about Mania. Also, shout out to the local kids from the New York area that literally came and shined. Kurt, Zach, Kurt and Zach, oh, Zach, Tony you know, Nice, Tony Nice, Long Island. Zach brought his annual win. Always at WrestleMania. Annual win. He got his tag team title. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins loses a streak. It. He's up there. <laughs> it was almost a three hundred, you know, losing streak. That's over. Shout out to Mella is money. Mala. That had to be fun for like the new New York, New Jersey. Yeah, like it was. It was definitely cool. Um, um, guess close to locally that you could probably have what Triple H from Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Try state ties. Try try state ties. That's a little far. Um, (laughs) Speaking of, before we get into like the big three matches, that Triple H Batista match. I think people before that match wanted Batista to get in a couple of feuds with a couple of the young guys. Mm -hmm. Before the match even started, I was like, he's done. 
Yeah, you can tell this is he's Batista's done. like this is like you I seen what he did when he was like going in the ring. He crawled in the ring. Oh, he botched that. I don't I don't know if it came out on the network. I don't know. No, if he botched sh- it. He, I don't know if that if that was shown, but I remember seeing him stumbling in like the shock master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went too many shots in them. SUVs. Not only for this is this it was already a weird day because what a lot of people don't see is some of the stuff that they don't show behind cameras. So everyone knows how you know Big Dave came in with the drip. He came in with the Escalade, mm-hmm. you know, Botched. and what people don't see is how the S, you know, the Escalades, you know, they kind of go back to where they were. It was like kind of like a secret storage behind the actual stage. Oh yeah, cause they kind of like yeah, yeah. It. So you know, cameras don't show that. Homeboy couldn't even park at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you guys really noticed why um, that entrance went a little too long. I thought it went a little too. And long. And not only that, but also Triple H's went a little too long before. His uh, four wheeler came out. They couldn't get the car back in right behind the stage. Wow! It was like so the same the way. Same way he came in one <laughs> car, he couldn't do it. It was literally like they couldn't get Taker to come out there and like spin the spin the I know, motorcycle up. It's like it's like that scene in Austin Powers where he's basically trying to back up, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This was I was like, wow, who the fuck did they Should've fucking hire? This is like get this car through. Wait, damn it. I was just like, I hope you're not an Uber driver. Nah, Vince probably told him a new asshole back there. Like, he was I like, pay you to drive? It was like, this drive? show is long enough already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cut ties. I already had a cut Oscar smash. <laughs> oh, my God, baby. <laughs> they killing me out here, G. It's why Ray Mysterio and Samoa Joe only have five minutes. <laughs> two. They literally came out. And they, kept, they, they swung a few times and just went right back to stage. Yeah. I don't um, remember how the match even ended. Um, Triple H went over. It was actually a pretty cool, decent match. Nothing yeah. crazy. Um, for what it was, I appreciate it. It um, reminded me of the Goldberg um, Lesnar match a few oh, years back. Oh, get it done, get it quick, get yeah. out. Give a little pop, do a couple of... Um, no, that's... Uh, at least they got a pop. That Lesnar-Goldberg match at WrestleMania 20 was... No, no, I'm talking, talking about, about the, last the um one. the last one that just happened. Oh, yeah, you see, you see, you see, you got it, you got it. Yeah, be, the good one, not you, the bad one. You got to be specific <laughs> because that was a whole fucking shit show. <laughs> no, that was a shit Austin show. Austin couldn't even save that match. Nah, he was just like, just stun everybody, just stun everybody. If there's a fucking kid, just just fucking stun him. <laughs> anything you like? You had any like anything booking wise you didn't like or like I said everything um, like happened. On the I'll show, just say one like, thing: we we thought the AJ Randy match was going like. Do a little thing They ain't do nothing Really I thought it was a good match Um, A lot of people Were also complaining About the lights Oh yeah the light Did you get hit with the lights Or you was good No unfortunately I I haven't been hit With the lights At a mania But I know of it Because there's been Other uh, WWE events That I have gone to And the lights Literally hit you so people don't understand it because a lot of people are chanting like turn those lights off or we can't see. <laughs> so people want to go ahead and be like, well, maybe perhaps you should pay more money to get better seats. No, and it's just like, that's no, so what you don't up. understand, the lights fucking blind you. I can imagine like that shit like in your face. Um, it's, it's even literally, during the match, um, Randy thought that they was getting booed, but people was booing the lights. No, but even Randy came out and he was just like, sorry, but you guys literally missed a fucking awesome match. Yeah, it was really a good match. I liked it. Like everything on this I'm video, surprised right? we didn't get the RKO setup. Nah, they saving they, that for the other paper. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think this is this kind of match was uh, not the blow off. This is like the first. This was the first one. I think they it was like be, Nakamura, AJ Styles last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like the first shot. This is the first shot. I don't see this just being a one and done. I think they're probably gonna hold something off. Uh, maybe it'll continue to Money in the Bank. I can see that. Um, that's how I think it's gonna probably go down. 
But um, um, any match? other matches y'all seen that before we get into the big three matches? Yes, sure. everything. I liked everything. The Shane Miz match kind of I liked it for what it was. It yeah, that was a fun me, match. Melter gave it a one and three quarters. Damn, should have been a half. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got to the three, but I like I like how they started off with Brock um, with the Universal Championship. I kind of like. I felt like we talked about last episode, like the pacing of the and the sequence of the matches have to like really, and I felt like they did a good job. So getting the Universal Title out the way felt good to me. Especially yeah, it was like seven. Vince said, "Let's not waste no time. We getting into this." I think it was also the way it was done. That being the first match, there's a lot of reasons apparently why that match went on first. But I also I think they definitely wanted to give Seth his moment, and because especially it being such a long show, there's only two matches like the opening and the closer. So and there's a couple of maybe mid card matches that you're like, okay, this is gonna be great. But you kind of wanted to have Seth to have that moment, that pop. And set the tone. And set the tone right off the gate as opposed to let's put this somewhere, the eighth match. And, you know, a lot of people are already tired. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah. oh, I'm, The way know. that I see it now, they sequenced it like the big three matches, the beginning, middle, and end. They oh, all like three the have their they, they moments. So no, it's like a movie. Like, that's, how you, that's, that's, how you have, that's how you have to do it. Like, you can't this Spike Malcolm Lee out here. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have so many of these cool-down matches. Oh, Vince was on his Marty Scorsese right there. He was like, he was, right. he was just nah, like, I, I didn't think about that. That's really dope, Malcolm. Like, nah, now that you just mentioned it, I'm like, no, but that's, but that's how it is. That's that was how, dope. That's how they um they really end up uh, booking some of these matches the way how they set it up. Oh. I would say with the Elias thing. Oh. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what was going on. I, I kind of thought CM Punk was going to... I don't want to sound like that Mark, but I just heard Chicago. I'm like, whoa, hold up. What you mean Chicago? Yeah, because they, like, they kind of went into the whole... Um, black and white. Black and white, Babe Ruth like, calling a shot in Chicago <laughs> the, in the World Series. But I'm not going to lie, that was actually my markup moment. John Cena coming out to the Dr. Thugonomics. Mine's too. I think you're retouchable. That's my, you know, my childhood right there. Nah, the moment that they say ba- said Bay Roof, I knew that it was Cena because um, Vince Chris. mentioned before. I also want to say something. Fuck you, CJ. Damn right. I said it. Fuck you. Fuck the you doctor. two times. Two times. Okay? Two fucking times. Platinum recorded artist. If you got something to say, say something to him. I've been, I've been bullshitting on him for years about this, talking about he trash. And I was like, I don't see you walking around with platinum albums. That's true. Cena got that platinum album. He got that platinum album. You know? This is before streams too. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're seeing it would have dropped the album back then. Yeah, he would have been. Cause I was exactly. My man was dropping actual records that people were purchasing. I'm a bad, bad man. You know? <laughs> My man came in out case, there. In case you didn't know, <laughs> got that massive pop. Yo, that was came huge. with the balls. I thought we was at a flex show for him. I'm like, oh, hold Yo, on. I, I want to see where this character goes. I, I don't know. Do you think it's a one-off or you think this is official? I don't know. Album? That's what I'm saying. But I loved it. I think if. Because he kind of mentioned on one of his bars, like, you know, basically, yeah, I wanted to see, you know, the heel Cena. I think he's, like, you really wanted to piss someone off. You really should have came out with uh, with a Sox jersey instead of the the Babe Ruth. Mm. So it was still kind of baby face, but still heelish. Oh, with the New York. Yeah, I okay. was like, but if you would have pulled some, like. Red Sox. Some Red Sox, the like, they, you know, they coming back, sweeping the Yanks in, you know, in the 2004 ALCS, and we came back. Okay. Like I would have been like, oh. He, sh- he should have pulled a Colin Jotes earlier. He pulled oh, with, out the, with the with the with the OD OBJ. Yeah. Which a lot of people didn't catch. A lot of people didn't catch it, but but I was just Smart like, on them guys. I was just like, um, thoughts on Kofi, new Daniel Bryan. I thought that, it was a great match. It was for me definitely match of the night. Yeah, yeah. match of the match night. of the night with hot hands down. 
I feel like in that pop two after the win, it didn't go like it went up, and then it's. It, it was it was down. it was great. That like, was the moment. Like people came for that moment, they got it. A lot of people were definitely emotionally involved from the very beginning, and it was a great, um, it was a great build up. I think with apart from the main event with the triple threat women's match, this one was great. And apparently, this wasn't even planned. This wasn't planned for Kofi at all. Oh, because Mustafa Ali. That that was the thing that yeah. That but was the but push. even leading up to it, like the amount of love that he was getting from. From everyone, especially during that gaunt, the first gauntlet match, mm-hmm. you know, where it was beat the clock challenge, a lot of people were really, really behind, and you know, the hashtags Kofi Mania, you know, was it, it was really becoming a thing. So it re- put it like this: no one can honestly complain about what happened at WrestleMania at all. Vince gave people what they wanted. He gave them everything they wanted. He gave them everything they wanted, and even then, people still find some way to bitch and complain about it. But he literally gave the people what they wanted. He definitely did. I'll give I'll give the old bastard that. You know, <laughs> I think Vince seeing that it transcend out of wrestling, like it was just getting so yeah, big. It was that definitely getting. They big. had to pull the trigger on Black it. Champ, baby. The first Black one. Champ. Not the Rock. Black Champ. But now he's at, not going to hold it. At one point, um, Ron Simmons came out. I, I mean, he did it like a segment in Mania. It would have been a little nice if he came out for the little Kofi. He didn't. Do not. You know, it hasn't been done since him. I kind of like it though that they did it. It was just a new day because I felt like if they would have tried to incorporate like every black wrestler, then it would it would seem like pandering. It was yeah, but this was like you know the first time that there's been you know a black champion holding the company's title at WrestleMania. At, you know, especially at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yep. Um. So that was that was really really, really winning great. it at WrestleMania. Exactly. Um. <laughs> and that didn't even have to be you know. The closing match, like that itself, um, for that me, was the was, climax. That was a climax. That was really the co-main event. Um, but it was it was definitely worth the wait. Shout out to Daniel Bryan. He did a oh, fantastic job. Like yeah, the build up to this was amazing. I think especially the whole calling Kofi a B plus player. Full circle. It, everything just came full circle. Well, I like to say Malcolm. No, I just uh, long term like, booking. We got to we, we got a trademark a long term booking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, every, I think that I think that match hit all checked off all the boxes. Had enough like as yeah. a WrestleMania match. Um, all boxes, the build, the match. Yeah, I think if Daniel Bryan doesn't play that heel work so good, this doesn't work out as good. Yeah, like, I, do, I definitely it. see that match, especially um, get that rematch. At uh, Money in the Bank. Um, what's I really now? I might be crazy. I might be crazy, but you know this is probably one of the one of my outlandish things. I honestly see somehow Shane positioning himself. I think he's gonna be you know like he's gonna be the new modern day Vinnie Mac. They have already kind of put him into this whole heelish role. The best in the world versus the Kofi. best exactly. Okay, that'd I, be cool. I honestly. I, I might be crazy. I might be spitballing. Have and it's, and it's I a, might, a continuation be... off of the Vince McMahon messing with Kofi. It's the son now. Exactly. That's kind of dope. So don't be surprised if somehow later on down the line, if this is a route that they want to go and take, because I feel like, you know, someone is probably listening to this, and they're like, you know what? That guy, Chris, has some fucking interesting ideas. I'll be with let's, that. Let's run with this. I see this match. I see this playing out somehow. Don't be surprised if somehow Shane comes up, over, takes the strap, 
But you know, I, I'm just fucking crazy. I, I had a couple. Of Actually, drinks before I don't think you're crazy because last week on SmackDown, when you know he did the announcement, yeah, how yeah, to yeah, announce yeah. him, and then he's gonna look on SmackDown, but like, oh, everybody's like chanting for Kofi, and yeah, he's yeah. gonna come out like I run SmackDown, like, like I'm who, the best in the like, world. Yo, the best man, in the world. What's the championship? Who are you? Um, the demon interest. I liked it. It was cool. Yeah, um, yeah it was. It was dope. Yeah. It was, I feel like was, there was better ones in NXT than the Mania one, and I'm shocked. I like the ones that he's done. Um. Prior to coming to the WWE, the one he's done the NXT has been awesome. Um, the stuff that he's done with like New oh, Japan. with like the Joker and like yeah. the Venom, yeah, those are, um, those are fire. There's been a couple of stuff that I seen him do at Wrestle Kingdom that I'm like, yo, this would be dope. But they don't want to go because he, you know, he's done a couple of Copyright. other different things. Exactly, you know, <laughs> you know, and Vinny's like, if I can't own this, I don't want later on to, you know, for it to become a thing. Exactly. Speaking of like um, interests, a lot of people before Mania, big heavy on Twitter was. Complaining about the sits, the stage set. I liked it. I liked it. I liked that one. About? That Everybody one was, was complaining about. Oh, Vince didn't put no effort into it. Nah, I'm like, I he like got that. a it was widescreen TV. You see when everybody was coming out and you see their logos and stuff nah, like that. that it was perfect. Was, that shit was dope. Even like when when Batista came out, like it looked futuristic. Like it looked like some shit. Like I mean, Triple like, H's entrance. I, don't, I honestly don't get. Like they kind of overdid it on this Mad Max thing. Like this biker. <laughs> I, I was like, like Triple H, come on. Work, like, you work in the office. You're not, you're not like, in the you desert. Know, I was like, come on. <laughs> Those days are over, man. This, 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 this particularly wasn't your best. Yeah, I, that, I love Triple H. Like, this wasn't one of his the, best. Him coming up in the Doom buggy was dope. But it was kind of like, eh. Yeah, but it's just another thing for people to complain about. I was like, come on. Some nah, things, some you things. Can't, you, some, can't, you can't please the masses. Dope. Certain things, are a simple thing like that is just perfect. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be over the top all the time. Like, it was good. Every time everybody came out, you see their name, big and bold, and stuff like that. It was good. Pyro, like, what's the complaint? Um, even Charlotte's entrance, um, Ooh. was was you know yeah, definitely came in, right? definitely came in with some flair. Top five, top five. You yeah, know, came in with uh with the helicopter. It was actually a homage to Ric Flair, of course. Oh, we oh, had the stadium match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in. you know, she it. came in, um, long setup because obviously you know that you know that was definitely pre. -reward. I actually like the storytelling the there. Um, Becky, you notice her entrance was regular, minimal. Mm -hmm. She was just like. I'm not about all that big theatric no, she stuff. She, they, they, the gave, they gave her her. Uh, I'm the man. Like that's smoke. it. I'm the man. They gave her a smoke. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> Speak about the man. Like some like wrestling like males, they have like a problem with the man T-shirt. Not just because it's like they don't want to walk around with a T-shirt saying the man. Like most people don't know like the story behind well, it. It's just the man. Get over it. Well, we we, we know we know why. <laughs> you know. Uh, Cause he gonna go in some spilling some tea, you know what I'm saying? Some tea. You know we know apparently it's generation X. It hasn't it hasn't been confirmed. Let's just say it's a great week for them. You know, but it really was. You know, it really really was. Uh, the man is apparently dating a man. You know, Mister Room Six Hundred Five, Seth Rollins. Mm. You know, um, they've been canoodling. You know, they were even you know together. Oh, Becky three belts now. Oh, three Becky, belts. <laughs> Becky, Becky got three belts. She got three belts. Um, they could just be, you know, friends. Sometimes, you know, you might get a little comfortable with yeah. a friend. That that might just be. They a get thing. lonely on the road. That's man. that Bailey Finn Balor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, Bailey, Bailey is a married girl. Mm. You know, mm. she's a married girl. Mm. I'll tell the NXT performance cameras. But let's run that footage. You know, <laughs> we also got the. Uh, you know, we we also get, were enlightened of also another relationship that. Just so happened to come into light, you know, it was also Charlotte's birthday, so you know, big happy birthday tranquila. to her. Tranquila, but she was definitely tranquila, you know. I like that pairing. 
I want that. To, I want that to come onto TV too. That's what I was thought about earlier. I would like um, maybe her saying Selena, I don't need you, and that kind of gives like Andrade a bump because then he's messing. With, yes, but at the same time, I mean, it has to be done well to where it, it has benefits. to be done right. Yeah, but it has to like be to done right it. where where it benefits both sides. But I really don't see it happening. Yeah, they don't need each other. Oh, they don't. They don't. They don't really need each other. It's, it's not gonna do anything for them at all. Uh, but I just thought that was, you know, that was definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah I noticed everybody was like trying to one up each other. Couple wise this week, Mania week, you had like um, oh, Black and um, Vega, and then you had like Seth and Beck. Oh man, Becky, and then you had everybody just coming out the woodworks. Like, I was like, okay, who's next? Yeah, and it was just like, okay, so where's where's this new next relationship that's gonna come out? Hmm. Um, so takeover. I'm not takeover. Triple threat. Another botch. Triple threat. Liked it. Loved it. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, I think it was. Charlotte okay. can't break a table. <laughs> oh, I saw that happening and it just kind of brought me back to Hell in a Cell between her and Sasha. I was just like, tables is not a thing. <laughs> like Charlotte, let's stay away from the table. You know, please. they was like going too hard. Like Becky was having very a lot of trouble, like getting the table in the ring. Like she was taking a while. I was like, oh, maybe right. it's like the butterflies, because you could talk about one in the main event, but now that you're in the main event, like all eyes is on you. I felt like there was no pacing in the match. Like I, I think that before they came out, they was like telling them, like, cause you know they got a curfew at MetLife, so it was like, boy, that shit ended at twelve thirty. Yeah, there wasn't no fucking damn curfew. Nah, there's a curfew though. Still, like, like there's a curfew. Nah. You gotta end it like before one. Like there's a curfew, <laughs> no matter what. I think that's true, cause like that's like with Summer Jam. Like, yeah, with Summer Jam every year, it doesn't matter. Yo. They will cut you off. Like so, I felt like the pacing like messed. Like messed up the match a bit. Like it was a lot of, st- you know, Ronda got hurt. Um, yeah, no, yeah. she got her. Um, she injured her hand. hand. But they they got, I believe, was about a good twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. It was a good match. Um, I'm glad. It didn't. It didn't. I don't think it needed to go anything crazy. I feel or, like the right person won. Yeah, it didn't know they n- yeah. need to go crazy, but the way they started the match was just so. I kind of maybe feel like maybe because the crowd wasn't, because they were like just like the Walking Dead, the Sitting Dead. Yeah, out there now. Some so as the main event, you expecting the crowd to like give you stuff. And yeah, the but a lot, of, like, a lot of people were just dead tired. Like, let's go. It's, and then you could see that Charlotte. There was a reason she was adding this match. She just added something there. Gen- like floor general wise, like because if it was Becky and uh, Ronda, they just would have been going at it. Mm-hmm. Like she was like setting it up. Like oh. it was it was easy. it was a definitely a uh, decent dynamic. Yeah, personally, that was lit. Um, take Mania. Jesus Christ, I love Tego so much. I keep saying it. Mania, loved it. Are you trying to go one on one with the Undertaker? No, I like a tag team match player. (laughs) But um, quick little Raw SmackDown. Me and Chris talked about it earlier. It was like all right shows. Like we thought, like more was like happening. But as Chris said, like it's good they may be saving stuff for the Shake Up next week. I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, we could. I thought Raw was good, but you know people. They should have never let off probably with uh, Kofi and Seth Rollins is going to... I was actually surprised that that was happening, but I was like, how how is this... I didn't see someone... I'd be surprised if, like, legit the titles were both on the line. It was going to be winner take all. That's WWE. They get, like, one phrase and they run with it. Yeah, like, winner take all. Exactly. They're going to run with it. (laughs) It was like the gauntlet. It's like Like, someone saying clout. That was, like, the most overused. That was like gauntlet match. Yeah. Somebody was like, we have a gauntlet match when we called it. That did pretty good. Let's keep running them. Let's just keep going. Like, let's just roll with the footage. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go. It's about to be when to take all that money in the bank for something. Who knows? SmackDown was cool. It wasn't, like, too much going on. Um, Um, Before we get out of here, any um, predictions for the shakeup? Who you see going where? Um, I see Braun, or maybe someone like Brock. Probably, you know. Big I think heavy. Brock is going over to SmackDown. One of he's, those, one of those two heavy hitters is definitely going over to, uh, to SmackDown. 
I think uh, Braun is going there. I don't know if y'all seen the segment with him and Samoa and Joe. That looked oh, real yeah, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Braun and Samoa and Joe. I think it's time to go they've, to the You know, they round. have definitely good uh, chemistry together. We've seen them what they've done before. Finn Balor stays on Raw or does it SmackDown? Um, I don't know. I think um Becky, um not not Becky. Bailey is going to SmackDown. Yeah, I think they're going to split up um, Sasha and Bailey. Well, there's been a lot of very controversy. We'll probably touch that on the next, next time. We'll see how episode. it flows. I know the Uso is definitely going to Raw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's one of them. But, yeah. Will they go with the tag titles? We'll see what happens. No, they lost to um, Oh, they might get it back beforehand? Hmm. I they, sort of don't want them go to Sma- What do you mean? To they, Raw. They re- not, didn't they retain? No, nah, they, they lost. They lost to the Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's oh. how you know Chris was at Mania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, to be honest, I'm not even going to lie. Um, I think that match itself, I think that was probably one of not just not to, not to be disrespectful. Starting to feel it. I no, I was kind of very tired. And I remember I stepped out to try to get some food. That's no, no, nah, they didn't. They didn't face them at Mania. They faced them. No, at, oh, that's right. That's right. Smack, that's right. That's but right. I felt like that match should have been at that. Mania. No, that match I remember, and I totally forgot. Literally forgot. Well, uh-huh. don't worry. It, no one here about it. We, no we'll we'll, we'll edit it. that out. We'll edit <laughs> that out. This is episode two. We had a great time. Next week's episode will be about the superstar shakeup. All the recap, the fallout. And, All the rumors. And where we'll be going next year on the road to WrestleMania 36. This is the Go Home Show. It's Teddy Lucid. This is Money Malcolm. This is Chris. And holla at you guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace we out, out guys. <laughs>